You're now listening to the Open Africa podcast with Laulu, Nosa, and Furo. On this episode of the Open Africa podcast, we have a guest in the house with us. Um, Dixon, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Dixon Nsofo, and I run a small company called Cora. Small, wow. <laughs> it's okay, good to be humble. <laughs> well, as usual, we will be discussing industry news um, and then dig a bit deeper into the Cora story and I guess Dixon's journey as a founder. Um, so I know that top of mind for everybody is the layoffs in the tech ecosystem. No, so why are you sucking people? Nusasa came since, but it's above his head, right? I don't, I don't even know who's sucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think the most recent company in the news for laying off people is Softcom. Did um, they lay off or did they just not pay salary? Well, they're saying salaries are delayed and... <laughs> November salaries are not been paid. That's, that's, there's yeah. difference. They're not sucked. It's just government work. You say, we say what? It's government work. Do they sack you? Okay. They don't, they don't sack you, they just... No, but they actually... Didn't they actually lay off people at some point? Did they? Hmm. People actually lay off. I think, so the thing is, like, I think the layoffs that we're seeing, generally, is just a... One of the results of where the economies are right now. Like, just the general vibe. Macroeconomic. Yeah. Um, it's just that it all of you people that said new normal, you're all liars. <laughs> That's how COVID went. It's the employer's market again. There's no new normal. We just had a little blip. Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, but the thing for me is that I think there are a few of them that are low cons- like I, I guess that raise some concerns because some companies literally close around and then fire people. Uh, cheaper raise than fire people. Yeah. So I guess what's the logic behind it? I think it adjustment. Became- Readjusting your strategy and is that the new normal is not the new normal now? It's just you gauge it now. You raise money based on new oh, normal. Digital payments is the future. <laughs> These are, people will be shopping online. Can you go? Can you go? Then you know. People Life. Are people, are, <laughs> people are back <laughs> on the streets. Outside open. And no one is the new normal. It's just a. It's not new. It's not really normal. Man, it's crazy. So everybody's projections. I know even like cheaper raised as part of the FTX gist. I think they collected like thirty M for FTX, but it was like a down round, mm. like one point something. Mm. There have been a number of down rounds, but anyways. But no, everybody. People won't just yeah, they just raise the money in silence. And they, so I've noticed another trend of people just not announcing. Just announce. <laughs> Let's keep it to ourselves now. And to touch on the FX and what happened with, with Nesquine is actually unfortunate. <laughs> Dixon, it's okay to... <laughs> to is, is, it, is it really unfortunate? I mean... Look, Yele is my guy. Is irresponsible. That's the word you're looking for. Wow. Yele, that's not the word I was looking for. <laughs> that's the word you're looking for. I don't understand. I mean, to it be fair, it's... It's the it comes down to the point about concentration risk. It's why businesses will never have just one bank account or anything like that. They but lost is it eighty percent of their operational money? And I'm very sure they FTX raised contagion. Wait like now, that. I'm sure they raised cash, like hard money, real yeah. money. 
and converted and it, converted into, it FTT. into f- funny money and put it on and crypto and put it that's what I start. No, but that's okay. irresponsible if you say okay the only the money FTX gave us is the one that we left in crypto mm. that's one thing but you call I'm sure you collect them from I did it with some color I know uncle like Nigerian investors. I didn't know Because I know those, you know, old guys, they don't know crypto. So they for sure maybe transferred it from like Zenic Bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. But yeah. You want Dixon to pass out? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I, we haven't talked about have, have we had an episode since that thing? Is there a mute button? <laughs> no, no, there isn't. Guys no, no, me. No, 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 we haven't we haven't had that since, since it happened. So it was it was it's long overdue. It was a very irresponsible thing to do. That's just what it is. Yeah, I mean so the thing is that some would argue that if he's building a crypto company, then he's a crypto believer and so putting the money like, Where did CZ put puts his own money? Who? CZ. Binance. CZ. Hmm? Yeah, mm. uh, balance sheet is where. Is it not a mix of Fiat and crypto. No, I think it's that one. No, they are going to pack up soon now. There are people who have been drawing their money. They will still expose them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's a good person. The good person good example is Coinbase. Coinbase, sorry. By an Armstrong. And I think it was like two years ago or three years ago, I can't remember. They announced like something when they were listing. And you realize and people were saying that the guy was booking his profits in USD. And I remember, no sound on Twitter was like, the guy doesn't believe in crypto for the long haul. I was like, this is my tell that the fact that this guy is collecting his money in rock cash, it means the rest of us that collect it. What's up in your eye? <laughs> <laughs> this guy does not believe like, like it's. Because <laughs> I've, I've gone through like multiple phases for crypto, to be fair. It's like, I, in the beginning, where it was like local bitcoins, I used to use. Bitcoin to like wire money it was like P2P to send money to like my Bank of America. Yeah. Then everybody was now like holding Bitcoin. I was like, ah, is that feeling stupid? But like now, as the new normal has passed, and all the people that are holding Bitcoin are now crying. I feel like I, I was originally wise. <laughs> <laughs> then you became foolish. <laughs> and then wise again. And wise again. That I did not keep my money in crypto for long. Nah. I never, I've never really had significant money in crypto just because my traditional background is let didn't no. let me, which, which of, was funny because I was doing innovation and I was telling, I was telling seniors in the organization that you guys are not adventurous enough. <laughs> you are not innovative. You are not taking risks. We need to explore this. Thing. I don't think I've held USDT more than 30 minutes before in my life. <laughs> Because I feel like any minutes that thing can just scatter. So as soon as I just enter, come out fast. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, nah, nah. The new normal is gone, the my guy. It's all over. It's all over. We need a fresh pandemic. Again. You know that time Hopefully, they, this one when they did the airdrop for uh, the ETH names, I remember I sold my thing immediately. Everyone was like, you don't believe in it. <laughs> the thing even went up. I felt feeling stupid. But it went back down <laughs> again. I felt twice again. Uh, yeah, that was it. And and this is actually sorry. This is a bit of a segue. But I yesterday I was it yesterday or day before yesterday that I was seeing Afropolitans unveiling like the I don't the, the NFT <laughs> things, and I'm like, huh, fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. No. Oh no, there's nothing to add. That's I don't, really I don't where I that. Yeah. I just want to know that my view on it is the same as my view on. That year when Okada business came. 
And Musa, I, what was your view on Okada business? <laughs> Just so that in the end I was right. <laughs> you know, it's no my position. But in the end I was right. I might have looked foolish for a period. But I'm... Shout out to Son Olu. Well, yeah, all of, all of this is happening. The industry is a mess right now. It looks like... But I think it's a correction. I think that there's always that period of boom where everything is rosy, everything is fantastic, everybody's having cool fun, and then reality check comes. You reach our tone and I can't define profitable company. Bro, I don't think yeah. that we have ever had like a bad period since like textile boom. In Nigeria. Yeah, we've just known good. It's just been on the upward it's like trend. Lo- it's like lockdown stock stock traders. And I'm sorry for one of my guys I'm about to throw under the bus. He did group telling people what to buy. Ah. In fact, some one big bro, one big bro inside this tech industry was telling him to modify it. That he should, that he should carry the group to Telegram. And then he did and nobody followed him there. Because nobody wants to pay money for stock advice, but it was so good. All I bought like picks, five dollars of Tesla. All his picks were good, and a long time ago, that money has died. Yeah, now all of it is 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 yeah, dead. Yeah, is dead. Yeah, but I think it's normal. Cheaper cash laid off people too. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, cheaper cash laid off softcom. Well, I think Vendies. Vendies, but um, hmm. what? Nothing. Okay. Um. The number of them should I yeah. not start with Get, get Equity, I think Quidax. Get Equity laid off, laid off stuff. I didn't even hear of that. Your guy to Dixon. Yes, speaking of, I really want to talk about like that. Get Equity, not Get Equity, Quidax, Finkrack core relationship, but we'll get to the very soon. Because at some point, I thought it was like, you were you incubated in the same house? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Benga, you can't keep up. Just, just so you are aware, Nosa is special. No, yeah. no, no, no. Because for the period, I was like, ah, these guys are. See, unrelated, but the episode we had Wale on here, you didn't hear half the episode. I edited out half the episode. Wale sat where Furo is and could not speak <laughs> for minutes on end because of Nosa. No, no, so, but you guys have a like, tight relationship now. I'm, I might to start now. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 But continue. Yeah, I'm yeah. inclined to disagree, but okay, <laughs> yeah. carry on. Look, the worst that happens is that Zinibank give you back your USD Return. at CBN rate. <laughs> what happened to him could happen to him. like 50% haircut. I bet he would take $2 million <laughs> now. <laughs> Look, how guys how guys are worked at this square. <coughs> Same. And one day, at the people, I wonder like guys, one day she was at RSVP, the next day, <laughs> I saw yeah. it. I was like, ah, it can't have affected her. She was out last night. No way. It can happen to anybody. Um, I can't. I can't comment much on uh, layoffs like, say, Softcom, Get Equity, uh, Quidax at least because um, I like speak to the team and the founders on a day-to-day basis. Basis. <laughs> um, so I can tell. Um, 
that for most people in the crypto business, revenues got really bad. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and if you note, if you also see most of the, let's say, let's look at Nigerian crypto businesses. Yeah. If you look at most of the Nigerian businesses, many of them were not privileged to kind of raise the money, to raise the kind of money um, yearly raised, right? Yeah. So many of them had like close meet bond, uh, you know, kind of like a high burn and just running off revenues. So I could call a number of them because I know almost all of them, mm-hmm. um, and I know they all operate off the kind of cash they make. So the downturn kind of like choked them. So that's that's why. Fair enough. I mean, we I mean we don't we don't discount the fact that the the body language or the temperature in the you know, environment. Yeah. Well, I mean, the economy is bad. And so like, it's, yeah, bad. it's what it is. Yeah. But do you feel, and, and I'm asking this question now because I've seen Ezra's tweets on the matter of startups raising money and, and does I hold it? And laying off people. <laughs> I, I, really, I really, I really like, I really like Lusa. <laughs> I, I think Ezra was very harsh. That's, yeah. that's the most politically correct way to say. Okay, but I think that's, that aside, and right? I think his perspective uh, is from because you know Paystack didn't really raise that much money. Yeah, right. They was like maybe two rounds, three. Did I we? think I saw the seed round, Series A, and I think B. They didn't do B. They didn't even do B. Yeah, because yeah. they were going to do B, then Stripe just said let's buy you, and then come <laughs> just transfer this wallet to the next man. Yeah, but do you <laughs> think? Do you think that better planning? If not, if not eliminate, if not to eliminate this challenge, do you think it can prevent it? Take for example, now you and I have done traditional finance. There is no traditional finance as I serious that is going to have that kind of exposure. That's sort of, yeah, that sort of concentration within one provider for anything, even when it comes down to technology. You sign two vendors for redundancy. Do you understand? I mean, so, so is it? I think this is, the problem is too. So like, there's concentration risk, which was a Nesquan issue, which is responsible, and there's also raising money, and overhiring. And the thing is that you raise money to overhire based on a dream you sold. Okay, remember, I, like I said, everybody said the new normal was going to be a thing. Like everybody, you talked about how their customer base grew because people are adopting digital payments. You grew your customer support teams. You grew your growth teams. We are all bullish and very optimistic. Then new normal ended. And you know what the same thing is that Nosa gives the new normal ended. Yeah. So, so, normal so, I, I, so this is the funny thing. Um, I, I, I'm very, 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 very skewed in the raising money thing. Um, because I also have, uh, I think again, let's, I, when we talk about traditional finance people like yourselves, you are working in an industry or rather with an institution that has gone through at least seven phases of crash, mm-hmm. like over and over and over. And then they've built structures yeah. in-house that mitigates this kind of thing. Now, the reason we are called startups is because we are foolish and stupid at the same time, right? Stay hungry, stay foolish. Meaning you have to just do things. Just go. Yes. So then in, in you see concentration Fair. risk. It I can bet ninety five percent of all the startups in this country in fintech have concentration risk. But then when you have founders that have built or have worked in like I would just call you know like you know the the titan in the room in fintech. 
they're not going to have that kind of problem, right? Because they have, like the guy was the former exec in a bank, you know, he's like, they have those structures yeah, just copied. Yeah, they just copied it. They're not, they're not going to do like they some small yeah, players. Yes. Then on the flip side, I have a serious problem with people raising money. Personally, like that's why um, myself um, and, you know, every other company we're affiliated with or companies that I advise or support, I never advise them to raise money. Because no, I'm sorry. Let me paraphrase yeah, that. I advise them to, I advise them to start. Yes, because raising responsibility. What does that mean? Right. So like, okay. you need to take. So let's start. You're a young guy. Left the bank. You don't have opportunity. I think opportunity should be given once, and that's seed round. That's 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 the way I see it. So seed round, you could take 500k. If you're lucky, you could take a million. That's that. You know that first round. You raise that first round. Now, there's, there are two kinds of startups. The ones that play the real business game and the ones that play the valuation game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I run away from that valuation game because it puts you and your person. team under immense unnecessary pressure. So, again, I focus on bottom line. And if I have not been able, like, I remember June 2020 was the first time we ever, like, made enough money to pay the salaries in Korea at the time. Our salary was five, five, five million naira. And, and you know, we're like so, you know, 18 people collecting <laughs> that five million naira. So I, I wasn't going to hire somebody from, um, let me say for example, Paystack or Stambik, when I knew I cannot afford it. And, the, and I mind you, I had raised like a small money then. Mm-hmm. So I had money and I just swore that I'll never ever do it. And I'm saying that those founders like ourselves, and this one, we might be extreme. And, and also it comes from the background I have. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an Igbo boy, I learned trading, I was in Alaba and then Computer Village. So I don't understand when somebody's just jumping to go and be raising seven, seven, hundred million. So I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that the it's fundamentals just, you know, of the business must be right. Yeah. yeah. And you need to be able to cover your overhead. So even when we, this year, this 2022 since so much interest in our business to try to invest and all that stuff um, and i we we we're we not uh, we don't entertain it as such but we just make sure we put so much controls we brought two bank mds to be on our board like so one of them was actually from your place you know so so we brought them in and they i report like not, not me, everybody reports to them. So, yeah. yeah, and they then they control, the yes. And so we see the things like for us, um, you know, I mentioned that we grew this year. It's because like last year it was planned and was saved for for this and yeah. Was you did your budget side. And, 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 and you know yeah. they do not bore you to break it. But then not, not many startups are privileged they don't to do have yeah. yeah, to have the, the those bank MDs like sit on your head. They're not privileged. Is, so is, 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 is it's a structure thing, or they don't even want it? It's not. No, I don't think they even know. They, maybe they don't know. Because the thing is, that a lot of stuff. Yeah, for we take perspective. You, I think. Granted. Yeah, you take you take that that structure for granted. No, no, I'm not. So that's the thing. I'm not. I understand that. Like, how do I put it? Do they? How do I put it? Are they open to the advice? Are they open to actually creating corporate governance and actually having like a board that they report to and? Do you get what I mean? Because yeah, time yeah. and time and time again, when issues have come up, we have discussed this on the podcast. Like, why don't they have a corporate governance structure? Why? How can all these things be happening without 
CEOs or founders being held accountable? Their, their, the problem is, is how they raise the money. So the person that you raise money, that can only talk really to you. care yeah. what is happening. Like, mm-hmm. especially when you raise some foreign VCs, you don't really care what you are doing. Just report every, like, every quarter. If you like, sleep with all your employees. As long as you're not messing up the bottom line, last last they'll replace you if you're bad if you have bad vibes. But they'll just they are not they don't want to get involved. It's Nigeria business that like to participate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be say I want to see because like money is hard. Yeah, money is hard to everybody's. But if if you if you have a, this is why I sleep. If you have a, if you raise the fund of maybe five hundred and one billion or something like all these guys, well, there's like fund five and be fund ten. Yes, it's like one billion. Fund one has mm-hmm. already made money for. The whole class, yeah. <laughs> and they give you ten million. Ten million is nothing. Like, it's nothing to them. They won't be disturbing you. It's when somebody has given you ten million is in Lagos here. So, the guy there is not traffic. <laughs> so, Musa, for these Nigerian startups, eh? Now, let's look at people. Like, there's a there's a general global financial mm-hmm. uh, crisis going on that's affecting Tesla, and in fact, it's affecting most LPs in funds. Mm-hmm. So they can't commit to new funds. And then when VCs can't get new funds, VCs are kind of like strapped and they can't just spend anyhow. So VC funding just died when Amazon stock and everybody's stock was dying because most of their LPs would have diversified in those stock. Now, we in uh, Africa, founders in Africa, were last year were so privileged to raise a lot of money, right? I think, I, I don't know the exact number, but I know it was in like tens of billions yeah. that's, with, with, that were raised. Yeah. The problem there again is the fundamentals of the business. The, you rush, you collect $5 million, $10 million, $20 million. And because when you were raising the money, you showed a deck that showed that you hire XYZ people and then you are shooting for hockey stick. That last year, everybody expanded born to justify the spending of the raise, right? And then you then jump into this year. Contracts are getting cancelled. LPOs are cancelled. Even projected like now, eh? This year I collect. Everybody, co- if you if you do not collect, you're a liar. <laughs> but like we're doing like like we collect proper. It reminds me of 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 2016, uh, when I just started in commercial banking, and we we saw the first shake of worry. 2016 was the worst year forever in this and Nigeria. we had i had one client like this that the guy had taken loans to buy a house and like overnight all his clients fmcg companies all cancelled their contracts with him <laughs> like overnight it got to a point we the relationship managers were finding him deals with corporates Wow. One fulfilled this because that guy has to pay us back. So <laughs> it's, not, it's in our interest to help you so you can help <laughs> help us to so do our job. Yes, because wild. Me, I worked. I worked in the bank when it was peak bad. I yeah. remember when nom- you couldn't nominees were trying to move couldn't move money out for BlackRock. There was no US. Yeah, and yeah. it was just BlackRock was just making profits, <laughs> uh, making returns in Lagos, and they couldn't. Out of to this day, they're so big. They're so big corporates that can. I remember that can't get that money so me, I'm very. My perspective on these things is I'm very cautious, mm-hmm. and I, yeah. so I now within only spend. And I think it, for me is I've been in. There's I do multiple things, right? There are things that I own fully. There are things that I invested. There are things that I'm employee of. 
person I invested. So the perspectives, there are different perspectives and there are different games being played. Yes. And you need to know what game you're playing. You just know yeah. what game you're playing. Yeah. So a lot of these guys, when you raise like 50M, whatever, it's round and you're like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Then the next year has come. And the thing is that with, I think there's one problem is that with startups is that sometimes they think they are insulated and they don't understand how things are connected like no, interest rates we don't say, we don't you don't understand no. or that oh finance fundamentals the real world there is a real yeah, yeah. you are yeah, so, yeah, you are no matter yeah. how nice your company is and no matter how fancy your business model is you are not separated from, from the, the basic laws yeah. driving finance so the, and the we economy. had an episode not too long ago where i said that just like last year was it yeah it was last year we talked about there was just plenty idle money looking for a place to sit Yes, and that I do money found its way to Africa. Are you sure you're not a startup founder? <laughs> and he's a startup founder. And now that I do money has now, there's <laughs> no I do the game. There are other places it can be. Yeah. In the new normal. In the new. In the old normal. In the old normal, there are places where that money can be. Everybody's now feeling the crunch and it's like, so people raise like, like tomorrow was not going to come, and that's for me is like. And the problem, the problem is not even collecting the money. Is that if you if you are playing the game where you are going to take money off the table, if the company is scattered, I say I'm sorry, it's scattered. Yeah. But if you say, oh, I want to be X Y Z, and you are following them to do this thing, you need to, so in, to trouble. summarize. To trouble. summarize, you need to know the game that that you are playing, yeah. and as clearly founder. as yes. a founder. Yeah. And clearly, going into 2023 and beyond, people need to be a bit more, you just a bit more shrewd you with know, how. So again, agree. let me let me tell you what I think here. So for for again, I think is this is a cycle, like you said, Nigeria has never had a bad time in. Wait, okay, how old is even our tech industry? It's less than six years, yes. yeah. right? So this is our first Mass correction. Check. I remember our first one memories. I mean, was it? Yes, I think it was one hotels and energy raised that one million. Everybody one million. was, it was like, Nigeria was, and that was like 2017 or 2015. 2015 I mean, now everybody was nuts. Guys are raising one name for idea. <laughs> <laughs> for like pitch the market is growing. Idea that I can tell you that maturing. Guys are raising one name. Yeah. Business has already failed. By the way, we Guys need to revisit revisit that episode with the predictions. The prediction. Yes. The one I said that won't blow, didn't they lay off? <laughs> and layoff can be correction. It doesn't mean that. What yeah. did I say? That their market was not big enough. Which, which business is that? I can't speak. We can't. We, 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 we the, can't speak. We can't speak because they insulted us. But uh, I said the market wasn't big enough and they raised too much money for a market that's not big. And eventually. There's another one that has. Because from my another thing that's happened. They raised too much. With, a thing with the down rounds is. People now need more money because you spent a lot mm. yeah. because thinking you're going to raise again. Yeah. Then you cannot raise another round at that, value. At that same valuation. Either you're doing a lower round or you cannot even raise it. You can't run your business anymore. Then you are seeing all these random pivots. Yeah. You now want to do, oh, I want to do POS. Or, oh, I want to scale into the UK. Uh, and, and, yeah, it do, do happen. You say, I want to enter here. I want to do this one. And he's like, ah. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of <laughs> speaking of operating in other markets, right. because I'm mindful of time, mm-hmm. and it seems like a good segue. Mm-hmm. What happened, Dixon? Yes. First of in, all, 
Talk to us about Cora. Oh, first no, of all, no, 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 no. We are not doing that. This, you can go and check Cora. Just like, what Africa. does Cora do we online? Do, and then you find what Cora does. Things. But I, just for, just for, again, because I'm, I have to be a marketer again. Mm-hmm. So Cora builds uh, APIs for businesses to accept payment online, uh, make payouts online, and then down the line, build more different kind of uh, financial service ecosystem APIs. And we try to be, uh, we're trying to serve our businesses from an infrastructure standpoint. So that's it, Cora. Now, what happened in Kenya was we, everybody wants to expand. And we did a market research analysis, something, something document. And it made perfect sense for us to go to Kenya first, South Africa next, mm-hmm. then Ghana. So what we did early last year, the team flew to Kenya paid in $250,000. That's this requirement. We registered the business, paid it in there. Um, and that was it. That was that was all it took. You didn't process one payment. Cora has never processed one payment in Kenya. No, we have fascinating. <laughs> so even go to my Cora Pay dashboard, that side of you don't even see Kenya she listed today. However, However, I must be very clear that we we are building it mm. to launch it. In fact, as at, I think by January, it will, be, it will be done. And businesses will be able to accept payments in Kenya or pay out in Kenya. But from 2021 February till today, nothing has happened. Now, there's the normal story everybody heard online. Oh... Flutter Wave and Cora and Candon and everybody works together in Kenya and they blocked all our bank accounts. But the truth that nobody heard was that there were 65 accounts blocked. All 65 accounts were Nigerians' accounts. Um, make of, put two and two together. One of the people running, their daughter, is married to a Nigerian that is a director in one of these companies. So, um, that's the story nobody ever heard. Ah, David, David, David put the expose that time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 So, <laughs> so, 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 so. Yes. Now, so, 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 it's true. It's, it's correct. So, for for us, it cost us a lot in in Kenya, um, mostly because we're a very small company. We are we are just managing, you know, and we don't have like all this superpower like not chairman of Visa on my board or MasterCard, all these people that would just do stuff. So I started having like council council culture affect me Mm. because a lot of our partners, in fact, a lot of products we build in Korea are not necessarily Nigerian. um, Yes, no Nigerian integration, Nigerian partners. So we use a lot of US, UK, even South Africa. So they just started sending us the articles um, a lot of them cancelled our banking, a lot of them cancelled our, our stuff. And then, um, and the, the, it's like they, they read it now, like it's $250,000 paid in for license and you cancelled my our partnership. So I also just got furious, you know, with uh, all the partners and just told everybody, F- to, you know, if, if because I'm Nigerian, that's why you can just open your mouth and do this rubbish. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we then went back to court. But this time we like kind of hired proper <laughs> proper lawyers. Proper suits. Yes, and cost it cost money. And 
um, because we don't have a lot of money there, it's two fifty thousand dollars We can, maybe somebody that has, like, the old guy that has a lot of money, he might not do what we did. You understand? Because, he didn't win here, did he? You cannot talk. So, for, for us, we just went I back. I like this pseudo conversation that is happening within yeah. the same conversation. I, I like that, yeah. <laughs> I know to chat. Yeah, because the, the talk you can do is the president yeah, that is involved. Was... Yes. So, we can rant. It's not big money. We're a small fish. And we ranted and we just looked at it. Oh, oh, get out. And they gave us back our 250 and then cleared us of the case. Because there was not one transaction on the bank account. We printed the statements, we shared it with a couple of media houses. So it's not anything. However, will we run away from Kenya? God forbid. And if I'm going back, we <laughs> are stubborn. No, it's not stubbornness. It's the fact that you beat me there and you think I'll run away. No. Like, we have to go back. We are going to get that same license, whatever company from Nigeria got there. We have our money there. You gave us back now. Hold it back again. Mm-hmm. You understand? And if you want to make it call us uh, money launderers again, call us again. But you gave another company license. But if they give you license, they have to announce it the same way they announced my, it. See, yeah, this, I told them they must announce that I'm innocent the same way they said I was guilty. So they announced I think that I saw it. Yeah, no, even from them, they announced it. But then we, were, we went back for the license now. And we, by, by God's grace, we made very big strides mm-hmm. because now they knew we're innocent and even if we don't get the license at the end of the day because these are things you have to prepare for mm-hmm. we will still work in kenya by first quarter next year highest one partner will just chop us you understand they'll just charge us high we'll use a partner because at the end of the yeah. day our vision is clear we want to create a future void of financial service barriers kenya is a key market to doing that and we're not going to shy out because they made a mistake or called us something so we'll use a partner we'll go back there the partner will probably charge us one percent it's fine it's to me it's okay you just yes, have one leg yes, i should be there mm-hmm. and then i have a lot of we have a lot of uh, businesses like a lot of foreign businesses i'm talking of like public listed companies like so like like I'm to, i don't even want to mention the going that we are taking across africa so if i have to can you delete that? <laughs> Don't worry, now we bleep. Now we But if we ha- yes, but we have to like we have to like take these customers across, you know, and they are they are hundred percent with us because this now I've just got license. Yes, that's the I don't want to mention them, I don't want to promote them, but yeah, yeah because you can call I saw them. their post. You don't, piss like, you don't like to shout that they are getting yeah. license. You just say, Oh, we are going on offsite. You know there is license application they are doing as they are doing the offsite. That's it. And familiarizing with the market. This this is why Ezra is always insulting them because you think we actually just a a bring us back things that Pista guys they have traditional backgrounds. Hundred percent. They are not. They were building banking apps. They are not. They were working age, Diamond Bank. They, were, they are no new age founders. No. So even them spending money is a very ah. <laughs> Is that an ah? You know, you know, Ezra was with Softcom. Ezra, Ezra was with AOO. So they were like, built it together. It's That's like, like old, old school, mm-hmm. like first level Nigerian founders. Mm-hmm. So it's like ah, <laughs> what are we doing? No, but I think it's, I, I think that back to Cora's story. I think that I think we made comments about this before in the past around just like how reporting is done mm-hmm. and how quick everybody is. And I think even us sometimes quick to just jump on 
No, no, no. We don't jump no, off because no. our episodes are always late. No. <laughs> so the real story has come out. <laughs> I think what we've talked, what we what we've talk, what we actually talk about is how regulators can have very knee-jerk reactions, reactions to things. Because even in this country, a certain bank name withheld. What am I saying? A certain bank. It is a routine thing for Nigerian banks to get debited for some fine or the other. Yeah, on CBN. It doesn't, it doesn't make it doesn't make the news. They are debiting them every day. And your treasury account is missing. Because every, if yeah. you're a Nigerian bank, you have money with the central bank, yeah. like a cash reserve that you keep with the CBN, and they'll just wake up one morning, founded though, unfounded though. If they just feel, they like just know that that's the way. That's the way of doing the business. So those are guys from people people from traditional banks are very like. Capital controls. <laughs> but then what is the real and Nosa was going to ask, what is the relationship between Cora, Quidax, and Fingra? Fingra. Oh, it's very clear. It's very clear. So first of all, we're all schoolmates from Covenant. I knew it was the same house. We are continuing. Um, <laughs> then I then I used to make phones back then. So from the clothing stuff, I then used to make from clothing. Okay. Let me go to twenty ten. So, um, fashion designer making clothes. Then Bucci walks into my room, and uh, you know. Ah yes, he used to wear suits that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember now. As you yeah. said, he walked into. I just remembered him in uni. He used to yeah. wear suits. Yeah. Carry on. So yeah, like the financial architecture, where you were detailed and they gave you a whole block. No, the dif- the difference is. I don't know. No, sir, I don't no. Know that, no, I don't know that story. No, but I know the fashion designer. Dixie, me, I know the story. Is no, the yeah. answer is no. <laughs> no. But did you, okay, did you, did you, your first customer, Zikudat? No, no, no hold on, let me, yeah, let me finish. Um, so, um, we, we then started, oh, so, sorry, Buchi walked in and wanted to learn to sew, to make clothes in 2010. And then, you know, I just started to, uh, mentor him at the time. So, and then we just built the relationship. So, um, I became the student chairman. And he became student chairman after me. And then when I when we graduated from school, I went went over to China, worked, started building my mobile phone brand. And then he worked with me on that. And at the time, Wally was working with him in um, um, in old religion. That's Butch's company name. And then ah they, yes yes I they, remember that. Then they all carried me to sell phones to make my phone. So I was making my own brand. And then they were working with me in a computer village and selling it in like churches and all that stuff. Then 2016, I went over to the UN, encountered crypto, encountered fintech, and understood what it was. Then I came back and uh, started building Cora. And then I also co founded Quidax. Um, so I'm a co founder of Quidax. Um, so um, um, at the time I was building Cora, I, in fact, not at the time, I still believe that the Swift network is very, very unoptimized. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, to move money to Ghana today, your bankers, the money will have to go to the corresponding bank in the mm-hmm. US, sometimes touch HSBC, then come, come to Ghana. T plus two, T plus three is I can start my car now and drive that cash straight across Aflao, straight into Ghana in eight and nine hours. Yes. So that was my whole motivation of creating Quidax. Quidax was supposed to be this infrastructure that will have cross border switching through stable transactions. And then, yeah. And then, um, and then um, for Cora on the other side, Cora is supposed to be a hundred percent regulated 
fiat channel for on-ramp, on-ramp, but with a clear understanding of how like blockchain works. Um, and Wole was also a co-founder at Quidax at the time. So we came to present to Furo and after the meeting, you know, it was all sweaty and everything. And we went downstairs and I'm like, bro, what, what, what are you doing in this bank? <laughs> Join us. And then he was like, if it's you, Dixon, I'm joining 100%. Because I know we have, like, mm-hmm. I have a reputation of seeing through my business to the end. Mm-hmm. And I have like four failed businesses. So we saw it through to the end. So they know that if, I, if they join me, it's not going to like stop halfway. So we'll fail to the food. end. Food. <laughs> fail in food. <laughs> yes. So, so, they, so he, he left the bank, joined Quidax, um, and then he became a, a co-founder of Quidax. And we all built the business. And at the time, um, Wally then, uh, we all, you know, um, um, they, they had great ideas individually. And uh, Wally wanted to start um, a a form of like gateway but the switching behind the gateway should be done via blockchain and that's why he came up with FlickPay mm-hmm. and FlickPay uh, is simply blockchain a tokenized switching system works perfectly you just do fiat and then it switches to USDC USDT and it was great um, also I kind of was privileged to pave the way um, with Techstars um, so I, I attended Techstars and then I took um, not just them, 25 other Nigerian companies into Techstars, um, attracting over uh, over $15 million from those companies with a valuation of over a billion dollars. So, um, Dixon, not anything, but that's PR speak, right? Just, <laughs> just letting you know. Just letting you know. Okay, so let me let me take a step back. Bring it back. I am back now. We know agree. So basically that's it. And that's the relationship there. So I openly like started the um I I I started the the whole structure, but then we are we we all live like Nosa said. We all so when Cora started, we all lived in the, the top of my floor in in my house. And um, the first floor was uh, Cora, the ground floor was Kidax. And we ran this structure for close to, um, close to what, maybe three years. And it was one of the cheapest ways to kind of like drop costs. And everybody leaked. You are, you start up. You, you actually, you guys actually start up. Let me not lie, because I'm, I'm big on my boss. So I always like look at like ownership thing. So I've seen, I've been looking at one of them. No, you're saying this name is here. And also here. This is this person's wife. He's here. Ah. I'll now do transfer. I'll see the payment. I was like, this company is here. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I knew I was like, this guy's there. There's like this relationship is too tight. It's just so yeah. for much, so so a lot of people admire what we've done and um um and I don't think it's possible to do such a thing without um having to know each other and trust each other for like the last fifteen years in some situations. Look at all the founders at Quidax. They were working with me in Cyril Bryan in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Um and Look at all the found, the guys at Quida. So for Fincra, Fincra is a totally it's separate, right? Um, Fincra, uh, Quidax is also totally separate. You know, because of CBN regulations, mm-hmm. payment companies are not supposed to 
interfere with anything crypto. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean that I, Dixon, as a person, cannot invest or cannot help them structure the business or grow the business. Okay. And like this business, like just between Cora and Quid, actually, we employ over over hundred over two hundred and fifty people, right? And this is a business we all started, and we're only like say six. All like there was a time we were twenty something living in that four bedroom, no cap twenty something. We had bunk. We, we bought uh, each room had two bunk beds. You guys start off. <laughs> you guys really start off. This guy doesn't collect money. Like this that. exactly. Yeah. So, That's why so, so, so you so you see so you see like this, this guy didn't sleep under fan. Yeah, <laughs> so the scary. funny thing is that we had we, we bought um, it's just funny but we also bought like this fan because you can't power you can power this with inverter but you will spend so what we did was we put the inverter and put solar panel right then we just put standing um wall fans on all the rooms so all the rooms then had two wall fans because it was four people sleeping in it so um and then we Mad. that's how we we even when we when i when i came that was the way that was where when we met that's where yeah that's where i stay even i don't want to call his name your friend and her husband when they came we told everybody to leave all my friends to leave. So me and my wife and him and his wife were sleeping. We're living downstairs. <laughs> so that and this is not long ago, it's like 2020, yeah. 2019. Yeah. So yes, but I'm just really grateful for the opportunity and the friendship that we have. Um and again, there's no commingling. Again, because every one of these companies has a separate structure. Um, mandate. And mandate. And they are all different. And that's why when we go to Tech Texas is a twenty billion dollar fund, right? Texas knows properly about um, our relationship from the start, knowing that I had a hand in all these companies. Mm -hmm. But then it does not guarantee that like I have control or I have something to do with that company, except in the future, if there's ever a situation where we have to do, you know, something else. So that's it. No, sir, your question has been answered. Your question has been answered. Mm -hmm. You're satisfied. I'm satisfied. Yeah. The, the people know that. It's not like I was doing investigative for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You're not seeing, you're not collecting wrong dots. I'm not collecting wrong dots. Yeah. May I just have one final question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you recommend becoming a founder So <laughs> somebody? So, you know the funny thing? My personal I vision... I think you recommend it. <laughs> he likes us. He likes it. I did so, not hear that he said he has seen four business to the end. <laughs> you know, I've left and gone for employment in the middle. <laughs> Means after number one, I would have found my way back to the workforce. So, so here's my so story. funny story. Funny story. Ah, let me call his name. I don't, I, I have to call his name. Wuke. Wuke is my very, like, one of my best friends. That's Furo's very close friend as well. I knew him in he was the best guy you need to that time. He was, he was the guy. What he was the guy. Name? He used to wear suits. He, he wears suits too, yeah. What's his last name? Egg Ode. Loyola. Yes. Yes. I went to Loyola. Yeah. I was like, that, that you, you're you're Loyola. Trust me, I'm Loyola. I've been schooling you, Loyola, but there's no one you call from OG. This is our pedigree outside. Our pedigree has been laid bare in this so, episode. So, so, so this guy called me after my last company failed. This one now was it. I was making and I designed the power banks, made it. In fact, I came out just the same time New Age came out, right? Back then, that was 2015. And so the business packed up because my ogre in China, that's the Chinese man that trained me, gave me a loan of $200,000 then. 
when he gave me the loan, dollar was 200. Uh, and by the time I was finishing in middle 2016, dollar then turned to almost 400 and something. I turned into a guy that was in debt, nothing I could do. So I started selling, I just did clearance sale. Mm-hmm. Ended the whole the clearance sale, gathered the money. Then after pay, gathering the money with my profit, I was still owing another like 170, $160,000 then. Mm-hmm. Then this guy who came and came to me and said, see, I know your problem. Your problem is that you have been an ogre from 18 years till today. Because at 18, I became a millionaire. Like with my fashion brand, it was big in school then. So at 18, boom. Like I just started and I hit it off. Till 20, 20, 25, you know, I had never answered to anybody. And that was my problem. So after, because he told me the truth, I kept quiet. Then he made my first ever CV. So he did the CV. I never had a CV in my life. And then he told me to start applying. So we went to VGG. We called Nimasa. We called, I think probably we called his wife's people. We were just calling people to give, get me a job. That this guy is a nobody. I say nobody was looking at me as a what experience, what you have. So when he was now telling me like this, I not only okay, bro, you see this thing. If this is the gateway we are going to go, I can't fall to work for a night. Sorry. But I can't fall to a level to start looking for this Nigerian job. Let me work international. So that when I'm international, when I'm coming in, they look at me like an expatriate. At least I can now use that one to survive. So that's why Wuki uh, now said, okay, let's try GE. And there's one of our friends, Ogogwa, that is in GE. Ah, wow. And uh, so OG, OG just so stood like, me and this guy with that man, I've seen all of this. <laughs> yeah. So OG just called me up, said, okay, Dixie ended up trying to apply to GE. I had like, I had like, then no cap. I had like 11 different kinds of CVs. <laughs> Programmer one, product one, engineer one, all the everyone. Then I now had the intern CV. And in the intern one looked like the easiest way to get a job. So I started applying to UN, you know, UNICEF, everything. Luckily, um, I think I made about in a month I made about six hundred applications. And then and that was July twenty sixteen. And then by around September, I got called by the United Nations Office of Information Technology to come intern. So I went there. And that was my first time having a boss. <laughs> Unpaid internship in New York, the most expensive city in the world. Okay, they tried to get me a place to squat in, in GFK. And I was walking in Manhattan. So it's like one hour, 45 minutes coming to work, one hour back in the snow and everything. So I was doing that thing back and forth, back and forth. And it really, really, so, so for most people that think you are supposed to be a founder, and I think the, the insult that corporate workers receive is too much. Like they say, you don't follow your dreams. Your dreams is too is dying. So you should because you are working that your dream is dying. That's stupid. So because that so, no seriously, <laughs> no seriously, no. So because because there is a lesson for everybody, mm-hmm. right? In different times of their life, like you can't use your I can't use your clock to judge my own time, mm-hmm. right? So for me, going back to work for almost one and a half to two years was one of the most crucial things for me because I got humbled and then I started learning afresh and then I didn't even understand what structure organogram no day my book that time I just they run and be going so after that experience and then went to London to work for a fintech from the UN then from that fintech I worked for another one then I now started Cora so um I don't advise everybody to just jump out because not everybody's privileged 
like in my situation, I had so much years of experience. So when I got the job, I was like an entrepreneur on the job. My bosses loved me. I like I raised money for a startup that I just joined. We raised five million. I brought five hundred k, and I and that was my first month in the company, right? So I'm an entrepreneur all these years, but. Working was a transit moment for me to mm. get myself in order, to get my things in order, to know how to be answerable to somebody and how to be accountable. And then after that, I jumped out. Now, I have a, we have employees in Cora, over 100 plus, right? Now, and I do, it, the lesson for me to them is not to treat them. I have staff that are leaving me that we celebrate. I will pay them three times their yearly salary for leaving. I can call them. I'm sure you know them already. I call them my co-founders because they were with me since they were sleeping in my that BQ mm -hmm. there in that house, right? My head of product, right? I can call my head of front end. I can call my city. I can call their names. And so, like, I'm not even saying like they're even living. I like, said anyone that has served that long that is living, like we celebrate them that much, and it doesn't have to be. And so many of them might leave to go to another company. My our phone guy that was leading design for us before that left. Like he's doing a startup now. I'm the first investor. Right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. because you don't you don't you don't come and start castigating people that oh you are working, so your your dream is dying. No. Because it is a training phase for them. Go and check all the best bankers in this Nigeria. Mm -hmm. They were all trained, like let's call it Lumelu, Jim, Agbaje, Adeniroku, uh Atelo Peters. They all worked and built so much leverage of experience, mm -hmm. network. And at the end, that was when they got capital. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really, when you talk about equity, equity is network, network, uh, ex expertise, and capital. That's what equity means. So if you are sharing shares, they will rate it based on the capital you bring, the effort you do, and the network you bring to the mm -hmm. table. And so I encourage people now, even though that was not the route I took, I encourage them to spend enough time being a subject matter expert. And employee first. For as long as you can, yeah. and if one day you think you want to try it out, you try it out, and if it doesn't work, you come back. But then, if you go and just go like a bull like me, the chances that you'll be 32 and lose no master of nothing, you never come back in. Mm. You never have anything good. Like so, my own is just I swear to God, it's luck. <laughs> I grace, yes, mercy, yes, and luck. <laughs> 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 so I said out, don't do it. like do what I did was so freaking risky. Yeah. But I would and and that's why my I have a lot of staff that I mentor today. I bet you we're going to be bigger than the PayPal mafia from my community. Be way bigger because we've done it before with the kind of companies we do. We've done it. I know what it takes to do it. And if people are ready to grind and be freaking humble, low key, shut your mouth and just be building and be making a lot of money, then I think yes, you'll be able to you be, will be able to build it up because eventually I think from our community and that's why when he said it, I think my personal vision is yeah, I'm raising a new gener raising a new generation of uh, African entrepreneurs. That's my personal vision, and that's why it's a mantra to me that like people don't look at Cora as the bus stop and they look at Cora like a ladder, mm. right? When you walk in Cora, you make sure you tell everybody like have an end goal that where you're going and better make sure that your walk in Cora helps you get there because if you Come here and look at this place like the end goal. You do yourself a great disservice. Mm -hmm. So you better come here if you're spending two years to leave. We know the churn rate is high, so let's not deceive ourselves. But what we pay you and me in the future is that the two years you spent here were the most valuable years in your formative years in doing the real thing you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's my thing.
Long-winded, but yeah. Before you end, I need to talk about the products we are building. Okay, sure. You know, I was like, I was like, this guy hasn't even sold. <laughs> This so, is extra fish, just so you are aware. Extra fish, so please. <laughs> pay, I know payable I, upon payable, the end of this episode. Payable, payable upon, but and just to, to touch around what Cora is doing sure. now. Um, we've spent, you know, they say these things. Give me, show me um, a tree, and I would use uh, four hours to sharpen the sword, then two hours to cut the tree. Not five hours cut, one hour sharpening the sword, and five hours cutting the tree. Right, I think who said it was Thomas Jefferson, right? So, in our own case, we spent the last four to five years only in Nigeria. I think we have one of the strongest operations there, that there is. And I'm not saying this because I'm compared or competing. Like, I I know every other competitor of ours from the big names to the small names. We chose not to be a loud name. It's very deliberate. And we did it because we needed to understand this Nigeria very well. And for us, from January, we're going to be going global. That's our mantra. So we have EMI licenses that we'll be announcing um, in the UK, EMI in Lithuania. We have 15 countries in Africa right now where license applications are going on at the same time, 15, right? Um, so we're going to be releasing products like card insurance. Um, only one player in the market has that kind of product now. And we have the full sponsored being from like Master Visa and all the partners involved so we're going to be releasing card insurance products we also have multi-currency bank accounts that enable businesses to not necessarily ever think of traveling it's coming kind of like a revolution for business mm-hmm. like multi-currency bank accounts from a product point from an, and also from an APS, api standpoint so you can build apis around it so from gbp euros usd um so you can use them for acceptance for example, transfers and then um yeah we're going to be introducing swaps next year as well so ah. Swaps is going to be a multi-currency exchange uh, platform that can convert, currently now, um, um, can convert a, a over 25 currencies, crisscross, so like 25 crisscross, so like you can, you could, that's 25 times, probably what's 25, right? That's 25 combination things like, yeah. Yeah. So you can move across <laughs> all those places. It's a so yeah, I'm happy to have you guys. Man, guy me still. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see that. Because I mean, obviously, 2023 is the last bit exciting year. It's about to be. Ever. It's about to be. Um, and I just uh, hope I haven't jinxed our growth. No, no, because no, everybody no, that, no, everybody no, that no, comes no. out and say we we never fired. Not they, on they this. They won't say firing. Not on this podcast. It will be. I hope. I hope. But yes. we bring you here. You're going to blow. You're going to blow. You're going to blow. Yeah, yeah, you're going to blow. Yeah, we don't bring people that will blow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's thank awesome. you guys for the opportunity. I, I really do. Appreciate Apart from that one, Dasha. We shall never speak of that again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Alright, thank you so much for being on the episode, Jason. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess we'll be watching out for all the great things. Yes. Yeah.